choked at the end there. Welcome to the morning show. Coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios. That's R-S-V-L-T-S. Promo code John Boy. My name is John Boy. It's really Jimmy. John Boy's a nickname that became the name of the company and all that. Uh, but welcome to the morning show. Bite-sized bits of everything that I enjoy. American geography, American history, baseball, books. Big day for baseball. As excited as I was yesterday, a lot of you are today because your team is uh, opening day has opening day today. Mine had it yesterday. So I'm excited for you guys. I, I believe this isn't working on... This is not working on Periscope today, and this is not working on Facebook today. So it's just the YouTube crowd. How about that? And I will remind the YouTube crowd uh, and the podcast people that listen afterwards. They can't listen live. I will remind the YouTube crowd that, whoa, why does it have the wrong um, stuff on there for you? I remind the YouTube crowd that this is the last day on this channel Go subscribe to the other channel. Fauci's first pitch was awful. Someone said, can we talk about it? I don't know why. Yeah, I got to fix this graphic. Hold on. The graphic's wrong. We're going to slide over an empty graphic. There you go. And now I'm going to try and get the new one. Browse disc. Morning show. Morning YouTube template. Bam. Now we got the correct one up. Easy, quick. Fix. Ooh, all right. Long day. We spent the whole day in the office yesterday, and the rain out kept us here late. Got home late, but I'm excited to be doing this. I got my coffee. I'm going to chug some more coffee. Happy birthday to Real D in the YouTube chat. Good morning to Norm, to Ryan, to Kyle, to Frankie, to Abe, to Vinny, to Griffin, to Sean, to Steve. Josh, don't forget the intro. I got it. I was ahead of you today, Josh, in your face. I already covered the intro. I already covered the Roosevelt Studios, and I already covered the new YouTube. Bam. And we covered Fauci's first pitch, which is awful. And I'm looking at myself, and I look tired. But I am tired. I am tired. No Yankees game today, so that'll be a little better. Um, Gaslight Anthem playing. Love Gaslight Anthem. Love these gaslight anthem. Love these gaslight anthem posters here. That uh, I think El Jefe is his name. He did a lot of their poster work. A lot of bands in the same realm. Awesome. Baseball was good. We're gonna talk about it on obviously every every podcast we have. So I won't go too in deep on the baseball today. But I thought it was good. I thought it was normal enough. I, I I can see how it wouldn't be that way for the players, but in my opinion, watching it, I was invested. I was good. Uh, the Yankees game didn't finish, so it, it feels incomplete in my brain. How about that? But, you know, they get the win, so I'll take that. Uh, new hat? No, this is the same sweaty hat. I just went out in a rainstorm with it that kind of washed it away a little bit. I said I was going to do the new hat. I was going to do the new hat once I uh, we go to the new YouTube channel, which is on Monday. So how about that? Happy Friday, everyone. Baseball's back, and it's better than never. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. We got some. We got such a sad town coming up, I'm, like, scared to get to it. Because it was suggested. It was suggested by someone, but it's just nothing but terribleness. And this is opening day, and it's Friday for a lot of people. I guess I'm wearing makeup. I feel like I look just like 
slimy. Anyway, we'll move on to the town. Today coming out on John Boy Media, we have what we're listening to with Nick Proc. It's pronounced Proach. Uh, him and his lovely wife, Courtney, are doing Talking Folk, and they do what we're listening to. I've been finding some new music from them. I found Trey Burt, so I'm excited to listen to this. I haven't. It's episode number 100 for Talking Folk. How about that? That's awesome. We have so many special things in store for you. Too bad we didn't realize until after we recorded. It's a fun episode with a lot of great new music. Uh, David Ramirez, I like him. Sam Doors, uh, Jamie Wyatt. Oh, the new Dawes song. I really wonder what Proach thinks about the new Dawes song because for me, it seems like it's about Ryan Adams and Mandy Moore and uh, how Mandy Moore still has like uh, fears because of Ryan Adams being a jerkhead. A little music goss. A little music gossip. How about that? I'm excited to listen to that. Um, a lot of new music came out today that I want to listen to as well. I was looking at my Discover, and I am excited about that. You know, John Boy Media has four baseball podcasts in the top, like, 30 baseball, in top 30. That's only going to keep going, too. That doesn't even count the Talking Baseball pregame show, which will be up there. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Wake and Jake comes out today. I don't have a graphic for it yet, so Wake and Jake does come out today, uh, but not on YouTube. It'll be on Jake's Periscope. It's a soft launch. Uh, Jake's Periscope and uh, some other places. Where else is Wake and Jake going out today? Just Jake's Periscope? Okay, it's a soft launch on Jake's Periscope. So uh, go to his Twitter account, at Talking Jake, and you'll find Wake and Jake. And then on Monday, it'll be... It'll be up on, on this channel at 9.30, and I go live on morning at 9. And in the end, we want to get, like, a Twitch channel that is just John Boy Media Live and just, you know, everything we do, pregame shows, talking Yanks, talking baseball, everything we do in the Roosevelt Studios would just be on the John Boy Media Twitch. But that seems like a whole undertaking that I don't understand. That is the plan, though. Anyway, how crazy a baseball's back, man. Just nuts. Just seems like it wasn't going to happen. And it happened. We also have Talking Baseball coming out today. It was like one more off-season podcast. We did the Mookie News. We did the new playoff format, which I, uh, in the episode, is very upset and did, don't like. But I will now talk myself into liking it uh, at this point. And we talked about the Blue Jays not needing needing a home. John Boy and Jake TV, we went back to threes a crowd. It's crazy. Uh, Threes of Crowds is a sh- crazy show. It just makes me like this. Since I'm just on, I think I'm just on YouTube today, it makes me just want to talk with you guys. You know? I'm trying to see. Uh, Yakov Feldman. Jimmy, did you see my podcast review? Uh, not yet. I can go check. You want me to go check right now? Well, I don't know which podcast you reviewed. We have, I have, I have a lot of podcasts. Um, okay. So anyway, uh, let's move on to the weather in Goliad, Texas. Goliad, Texas. This one was, uh, this one was suggested by Michael Riojas, 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 Mikel Riojas or Michael Riojas. I'm going to call you uh, Mikey Rios, which I think is rude. I don't think I should do that. Riojas. No way I'm saying it correctly. And that's something people love getting upset about. 
John Boy sucks at pronouncing names. You pronounce a name. <laughs> uh, Rijas is just known for hundreds of people, or Goliad, not Rijas, Riojas, Goliad is just known for having over 100 people die on multiple occasions in the town. It's just, come on. You know, Michael, I appreciate it. Appreciate it, but it's Friday. You didn't choose what day we were going to do it on. It's Friday. It's just we didn't know that it was going to be so sad. Obviously, I've heard of Goliad. You hear it a lot when, you know, history talks and stuff like that. But, yeah, just just brutal. I'll get into it. Here we have it, the Market House Museum, Goliad. It is uh, it is north of Corpus Christi, south of San Antonio, west of Houston, right down there, southern Texas. Played a big part in the war, the Mexican-American War. Huge part, a sad part. But we'll... Look at this road that they own up here. Town borders are are interesting. So they own that the town owns this road but none of this property. They weren't going to give up that road. No way. They you may not So does this person live in Goliad? See what I'm saying? Look at the border of the town. They just own the road. Borders are weird, huh? Huh? How about that? Uh, all right. You guys want to start getting sad? Here's the Goliad State Park and Historic State. That looks cool. Can we drop this dude in here? No. Drop him in. Just tried to drop him in the river. Just drown that little dude. Sorry, man. All right. Goliad is sad. Here we go. It is known for the 1836 Goliad Massacre during the Texas Revolution. It was originally called La Bahia, and it was a Spanish fortress for the entire Gulf Coast from the mouth of the Rio Grande to the Mississippi River. Uh, it was at the crossroads of several major trade and military routes. It quickly became one of the three most important areas in Texas. And then a civil settlement came up, it was known as La Bahia, and it soon developed near the Presidio. By 1804, the settlement had, o had only one of two schools in Texas. That's crazy. Texas is huge, and there's only two schools in this entire state. There's got to be so many more now. Two schools. So, wait, wait, why was it so... Why was it so important? Where's the Rio Grande? Because of this waterway? There's a river in town. We saw that, but, like, there's no water directly to it. Usually that what what makes something important. Um, am I missing something? The San Antonio River? Okay. We're following the San Antonio River. We're going to do this logo. And the San Antonio River. Well, here, this thing really snakes like a motherfucker. Where's it dump off? Where are you going at San Antonio River? Looks like the San Antonio River heads into the Guadalupe River. 
which goes to Mission Lake, which goes to Hines Bay, which goes to San Antonio Bay, which goes to uh, Spiritu Santo Bay, which goes to Pringle Lake, which goes to Aransas Bay, which goes to the ocean. Okay, so we found our connection. There is a waterway to Goliad. Look at this. We did it. I mean, that's the most... That's being a fucking detective right there. We just nailed it. So anyway, Goliad's super important, right? And... um. They named the village Goliad. They changed the name because they believed it to be an anagram of Hidalgo. The third best horse racing movie ever made. Uh, but they omitted the silent initial H, which I don't know. That It seems like you can't make an anagram if you're going to be like, oh, the H is silent. It seems like a big, like, big change. You know what I mean? Like, my name's Jimmy, right? So if I just said that, you know, my anagram is Yim. Y-I-M-M, and the J is silent, so it's not part of the the anagram. That seems illegal. Seems like a false anagram. So I'm calling bullshit on the naming of Goliad being an anagram for Hidalgo. Bullshit. Uh, Texas takes over uh, Goliad. They signed the Declaration of Independence of the Republic of Texas there, and then Mexico retaliated by killing everyone. That's the massacre. The president of Mexico ordered that all survivors were to be executed on Palm Sunday, March 27th, 1836, in what was later called the Goliad Massacre. 303 people were marched out to the fort to be executed. Um, 342 men were killed, 20 escaped. So, thank you to Michael Riojas for suggesting the town of Goliad and bringing our Friday down. But, you know, history hurts sometimes. History hurts. So, that was in 1836. So, you know... They get through that. The town survives. Uh, Texas wins the revolution. They get beat up at the Alamo, which, you know, that's a crazy story. The people that decided to defend the Alamo, it was like, hey, no need. Hey, hey, no need. Just let them take it. Sam Houston's down the street with a fucking army. No need. Just no need. Uh, but anyway, that happened. And then um, the Goliad Massacre and then, so 1836, so the Goliath's getting getting better, man. Getting They're, like, coming around. Population is up. Things are striving. Goliath pride, hell yeah. And then in 1902, a tornado comes through town and kills 114 people, injuring 225, tied for the deadliest tornado in the Texas history and the 10th deadliest in the United States. And that is the story of Goliath, Texas. And I'm sure there's a lot of good stuff going on, too, but the bullet points ain't great. And it was suggested. And I don't want to be just a bearer of bad news all the time, so we're going to move on. And that's all I have to say about that. To our baseball player today, Dolph Camilli. Dolph Camilli. Dolph Camilli. Luke was like, is Dolph short for Adolph? Is Dolph a name? I think Dolph's just a name. Is Dolph... Short, what is Dolph short for? Randolph or Adolph. Okay, 
The name Dolph means short form of Randolph or Adolph. So, okay, what was Dolph Camilli's real name? Dolph Camilli, Wikipedia. It was Adolph. Luke was right. Hey, Luke, you were right. It's Adolph. Sometimes Randolph. I don't know if you can hear me. We're in a soundproof room. Um, he's probably listening live. Luke, you were right. Adolph. Dolph Camilli. Dolph Camilli is pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Regarded as one of the worst trades the Phillies ever made. They traded Dolph Camilli to the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1939. It's ranked as one of the worst trades ever made. The Phillies got Eddie Morgan and 45 grand in return. The Dodgers got a good defensive first baseman, a solid hitter, and the National League's most valuable player in 1941. So suck it, Phillies. Hope you still regret it to this day. His brother, oh, oh. This is a cool tidbit. Oh, it's so sad again, though. It's cool, though. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Max Bear, the boxer from Cinderella Story. Gotta go win a turtle. I told my kids I was going to win a turtle, and they thought I said turtle. So either way, I got to bring home some turtles. Uh, uh, so Cinderella Story, great movie. Uh, th- it's about Max Bear. It's from Livermore, California, which is I lived there for a while. Went to high school there. And Max Bear, in the movie Cinderella story, they make him out to this terrible, mean guy. He was a great boxer, but he killed two people in the ring. One of those people was Dolph Camilli's brother, Francisco Camilli. He was a heavyweight boxer under the name of Frankie Campbell, but met a tragic end. Frankie was knocked out in August of 1930 with Max Bear and died 12 hours later as a result. So more sadness from the random town and the random baseball player of the day. But that's kind of crazy. There's someone on our YouTube channel that's been there forever, and, and he always he always comments on breakdowns and stuff, and then, like, his tagline is, like, Max Bear wasn't a bad guy. Cinderella story sucked. They made him out. Like, that's, like, his, ah, I'm going to fix this wrong. So if you're listening to this guy that always comments out on my YouTube, uh, I just shared your story. I just shared your plight. Max Bear. My brother Luke won his seven-year-old Little League championship. I was the coach at Max Bear Park in Livermore. Boom. Boom. There you go. So Cinderella Man was about Jimmy Braddock, and Cinderella Story was about Max Bear. Oh, did I get it wrong? Whatever. Cinderella Man. Good movie. Love that movie. Kind of a slow start, but I like slow starts. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. What else is there about uh, Dolph Camille? Let's go look at his baseball reference. There's a cute picture of him and uh, and Joe DiMaggio together. I think they were doing like an Italian thing. Look at us. We're both Italians. Uh, he is 5'10", 185 pounds. Dense, dude. Dense, dude. Played for the Phillies until he was 30. Then he got traded. He led the league in walks twice. Led the league in RBIs and home runs once. Look at this stretch right here by him. 25, 28. You know who Dolph Camilli is? Who? Dolph Camilli. Do you, want me to say, do you want me to come this way and do a Mr. Rogers type thing? Yeah, but hold your laptop in front of your face like uh, uh, the neighbor. Like a picture? Do you know who Dolph Camilli is? Look oh, at all yeah. That. Wasn't he the Dolphin who played baseball? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm Won an MVP. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, 1941. What are you thinking about the intentional walk here? 22 intentional walks. That's what happens when you win the MVP. <laughs> it's messed up, man. Oh, they can't see that. Look at this. 
So he wins the MVP in 1941, right here. And then the next year, he led the league in intentional walks. People were scared of him. They learned. He got he got MVP votes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven years. Regarded as one of the worst trades Philly ever made. He always had a good eye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, he, he let it walks twice and yeah. intentional walks there. I'll see you, Taurus, later. Go, Taurus. At Talking Jake on uh, Twitter. Let it in OBP. Got a good eye. This is a great stretch of years for Dolph. Why did Philly trade him? What a bunch of idiots. Ten steals after his MVP year, too. His net OPS is 136. 100 is average, and it grades you amongst your peers, not amongst players today. It grades you amongst your peers. So this dude was really above average. Let's see where those intentional walks came in in 1942. How about that? Intentional walks. Okay. The whole month of April, no intentional walks. And he's lighting it up. He's hitting. Let me see if you guys, I can make it so you guys can see this. Is this better? Wait, hold on. Where's intentional? You just need to see intentional walks and we'll let you see OPS as well. Bam. Uh, all right, so this is after his MVP season. Wow. Okay, speaking of... I'm not... <sighs> all right, so speaking of, uh, you know, after his MVP season, he comes out the gate hot in April. He's batting 304, and he's got zero intentional walks. He's going to go on to lead the league. So let's see. His first intentional walk came against the New York Giants. Then Pittsburgh intentionally walks him three times in one series, two times in one game. What a bunch of pussies and getting intentionally walked twice in one game. And then he gets intentionally walked twice in a game against the Cubs. Two days. No, those are just regular walks. Scratch that. Strike that. Reverse it. Um then they're pretty spread out. When when there's got to be a bunch coming up. No, but in one game he got intentionally walked twice. Let's see what the situation was. Let's see what the situation was. Why did they intention? Oh, we'll do a nickname check. We haven't done nickname checking forever. We got Pete, Johnny, Jimmy, Bob, Babe, Babe, Vince, Cully, Elby, Frankie, Rip, Hank, Bud, Ken. It's pretty good. I think we got some nicknames there. I think is LB short for looks like it looks like we've clicked on LB Fletcher probably to find out his nickname, Albert Preston Fletcher. Uh Babe Phelps, is that a nickname? His real name was Ernest, and his other nickname was Blimp. He was 6'2, 225 pounds. One of those a fat joke. Ken Jungles. <laughs> 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 this dude's nickname was Curly. This guy's name was Curly Jungles. It's a great name. Mr. Jungles. Uh, over here we had Billy, Arky, Pete, Dolph, Dixie, Joe, Mickey, Peewee, and Wit. Those are some fun names on the Dodgers, huh? Huh? Arky, Dolph, Dixie, Joe, Mickey, Peewee, and Wit. Is Dixie just from the South? 
Nickname, the People's Churse. Real name, Fred from Alabama. So that's probably where the Dixie comes from. Arky, real name, Joseph Floyd. Well, how do you get the nickname Arky? And he's a Hall of Famer, so maybe I should have known him already. How do you get the nickname Arky? Is he from Arkansas? Uh, Joseph Floyd, childhood friend, began calling Arky as soon as they learned of his birthplace. So, yeah, he's from Arkansas. Uh, born in Arkansas. Clifty, Arkansas. Okay. All right. Uh, where? What, what was I doing? I was trying to find out why they intentionally walked him twice in one game. Okay. Dolph. Dolph. Camilli, let's see. In the bottom of the first inning, they intentionally walked him with uh, runners on second and first to load the bases to get the double play in order with one out. Okay, that's allowed. And then in the third inning, a line out, walk, double. Same exact thing, second and third, and they intentionally walked him because first base was open. Okay, same exact thing. Not that bad. Not it's interesting, I guess. Anyway, we're going to move on to the book part. You know why? You know why the we blew our ears out? Because the that's all I have to say about that. Volume is set for so quiet. So when I played it last time, I was like, this is quiet. So I slammed it up. Then I played the rabbit hole, which isn't set for quiet. And then we all, we all got upset. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. Uh, I got to get going. I got to get going. Glory of Their Times is the book today. It's a great book. It's a baseball book. We'll put the link if you want to buy it. No, this is like uh, if you're a baseball fan, you should read this book. In the 60s, I believe, the writer, um, what's his name? Lawrence S. Ritter. In the 60s, he wanted to go find out stories of the olden baseball days and like when baseball was becoming a sport. And uh, so he traveled to visit all these old men and interviewed them. I think there's a lot of the audio you can listen to. Uh, Fred Snodgrass, Harry Hooper, Hank Greenberg, Goose Goslin, uh, Spex Torporser, Babe Herman, uh, Rube Bressler. There's a lot. And it's like each chapter is just a dude's story. So I, I don't think there's a specific one to say. Uh, all of my books are at my house. But, and I forgot to bring one because it was early this morning. It was a late night. I forgot to bring one from my house. So at the office, we have a whole collection of all baseball books. So I grabbed this one. And uh, basically, it's baseball. It's opening day for a lot of you. I don't have, like, a specific story or character. And maybe I will if I do this book again. I just want to throw it on your your radar if it's not. Because if you want, like, a summer read and it's, it's kind of a collection of short stories. Like, you can read one, put it down, read another, put it down. Like, I haven't read all of them yet. Um, it's really, really good and highly regarded amongst baseball people. I think, you know, if you want to consider yourself, nah, I don't care. You don't have to read a book to consider yourself a baseball guy. But if you like baseball history, you'll love it. Bill Wamgans. Didn't we do him? Didn't we do a whole, we did, we did a whole show on Bill. I think he's carving ducks, right? All right. Fuck. I got to get out of here. I'm at the I'm at the minute mark. Bill Wamgans ducks. Is this the guy who carves ducks? No. 
No. No, just putting duck carving on, on Bill's. Uh... Is this guy that, that coached? Uh... Oh, this is the guy that coached the, um, he coached the uh, uh, women's professional baseball team. Yep, that's it. And his daughter had like a memorabilia of that and went on, uh, and went on that. Look. What did Abe say? It's hard to explain pronouncing stuff in text. Sometimes. I was telling Jake that, you know, we people always tell us that we pronounce names wrong all the time. It's like, well, you listen to that 162 games of the players on your team. You know how to pronounce all of them. Like, every time someone says that, I'm going to say, pronounce every Yankees name to me right now. Let's see how many you get right. Butthead. Who cares? We try our hardest. We do our best. I'm gonna play the I'm gonna play the Gaslight Anthem song again. Gaslight Anthem always did this thing. And Benny, the drummer, follows me on Twitter and interacts. What's up, Benny? Love you guys. Um, Gaslight Anthem always did this thing where they always left a song off the album and then released it as a B side, and it was always one of the best songs and should have been on the album. I saw uh, Brian and Gaslight Anthem live, and Brian was even like, "Yeah, we have a." We have a knack for doing this. And then they played uh, Blue Blue Dahlia, which I like uh, a lot. All right, so I'm out. Thank you very much. Go uh, to Jake's Twitter for the soft launch of Waken Jake. And I'll be back on Monday. Hope you guys have a fantastic, fantastic summer. Goodbye. Is there, is there a talking baseball preview today? Yeah, I'll start telling you what's coming out live. Uh, yes, uh, around 12.30, we'll be live with a talking Baseball preview. we got, like, what, 13 games going on? So that's exciting. See you guys then. Have a great weekend. Peace and chicken grease.